AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. We should chat about it at some point. Right, okay. Let, before we go into, yeah, right, well, I've just hit, I've just hit record. We've got Jolyon on the line. How you doing, mate? Jolyon, great Ruben, buddy. How are you, Rubenstein? 
That's correct, isn't it? It's in Julian Rubenstein. That's the name, um, the name, the legend, the, the vibe. Uh, you just turned 40 yesterday. I did. Did indeed. you have a lovely, did did you have a lovely birthday? Do you know what was so weird? Is that I literally, I woke up and was like being a different person. It was like you just got such a fresh perspective on things. And you wouldn't even be able to understand until you're 40. I think it's just like an organic thing, like a moment 40 kicks out, bang. It's like yeah. a sort of, it's like a, you see, you, you're just looking at reality so differently. I feel like a totally <laughs> different person. It's mad. It is mad. Uh, uh, we've also got Ricky. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. The sun is shining. We're in a cup final. Fucking bring it on, mate. Beautiful day, beautiful day. Do you remember, Rick, do you remember the last time we went to a cup final? 2008, me and you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was. Uh, that, I mean, that was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And, and just after the game, um, I, I was I had a uh, ticket, but just in a different part of the stadium with you. And we were going, mate. But you know, if anyone who's been to Wembley will know that there's sort of blocks, so based the alphabet, alphabetical um, blocks. And then there was like J. We we're looking for J. Do you remember Rick? And you was like, yeah. I'm outside block J, and I'm I'm outside block J. You're not fucking here. I look I look up and just see Ricky bounding towards me. <laughs> like you, it was like you was a chimp. You just jumped, jumped onto me, wrapped your legs around my waist, and that was that. That was us for the rest of the night. Yeah, and then Flav, did you at that point? Did you get your dick out and piss me? <laughs> no, my dick was poking through my jeans. It was through my jeans. Oh, oh right, so, so. yeah, I didn't have to get it out. It, it was, it was, Total yeah, it heading was for him. such a such an amazing, amazing day. And if, if Trump remind you guys is the fact that that was we, we weren't expected to beat Chelsea we were the underdogs in a big way and I heard Jonathan Woodgate talking on um, TalkSport yesterday saying look we believed that we were a good team but we we knew that we could beat them and and I feel like that might be the belief going into this game I'm not sure um, before we get into the football Jonathan you're just while we're you know, we've got a moment. You're, you've got a new podcast out, haven't you? Called a new, Dude, yeah, called, called the the new conspiracist. New conspiracist, yes, it new is a, conspiracist. A podcast where each week we take a uh, a different conspiracy theory. We want to know uh, why people believe it, what's it about, where did it start, and then we unpack it and we work out whether it is fact or a fugazi. You know, and we had yes. uh, he said he said an insane response. Somehow it's ended up at 16 in the chart already, which is is pretty exciting um, on Apple. And you know, our first guest is this. I don't, have you ever seen any movies by Alex Gibney, guys? Have you ever seen well, Going I was, Clear? I was going to ask because he's an Oscar-winning actor, director. Yeah, yeah, uh, he is. He's a he's a marvelous person as well. How did you how did you get an Oscar-winning director onto your podcast? I mean, I'm not saying you're not influential. You clearly are, but. I mean, well, what I did was because I've got a Jewish surname, so I called the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I got Bill Gates to do one of his things with his microchips, you see, and yeah. literally controlled Alex Gibney's mind. It's fucking nuts. It's like playing the PlayStation. And he just he just called me up and he was like, hey, Joel, uh, I'll do whatever you want. And, and I said, look, no, none of that. None of that stuff, Alex. Come on, mate. I mean, this is just a microchip situation here. And we had a bloody good chat. No, James Ball, who is uh, my. Uh, my 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 sort of fact monstering partner. He's my like geeky sidekick. Uh, yeah. He is the um, global editor of the Bureau of Investigative Journalism, and he used to work at WikiLeaks years ago. And he, uh, the, Alex Gibney, made a film 
which James was a part of. And for this second series, we really wanted to reach out. I mean, there's loads of comedians coming up. We've got like Rosie Holt. I don't know if you've ever seen any of her stuff. She's hilarious online. And then, you know, the big one, which is Adam Curtis. For me, anyway, is, is a documentary is incredible. But but Alex Gibney's films, like if you haven't seen Alex Gibney's movies, I could not recommend them enough. What tell me something, sorry. So Taxi from the Dark Side, which is one of the ones that won an Oscar, was looking at kind of the war on terrorism. But he also did like Enron, Smartest Man in the Room. He made an amazing movie about Lance Armstrong. Uh, but the, the the one I think that's the most impactful is Going Clear, which is a series about Scientology. And if you've seen any like Louis Theroux's films or any yeah, of those yeah. films, like, like you have seen nothing. Like this is... I, all I will say is that Tom Cruise comes into this film at some point and it takes a left turn that you're just like, it spanks you. It's like when Ronnie Rosenthal hit the crossbar from two yards out. You cannot <laughs> believe it. It's ridiculous. Uh, but no, it's, 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 it's been great. You know, I mean, it's, I'm I mean, super, super buzzed. That it's, it's, it's in the charts, you know. Yeah, well, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, having known you for about a month now, I'm, I'm fully, you know, appreciative of all of your talents. Um, can I can, can I come on the pod? I I, yeah, I think think you the, the one conspiracy theory so far that you've got is my name. So we've had Jocelyn, Julian. We had we had the revolution might be televised, won't be televised. So we have to get into, what, what what is your what are your sort of what's the conspiracy theory that you that you like? Are you uh, you're a flat earther or something? No, cows do you think don't the Tories e- do something good for the government as well? Cow- That's another conspiracy theory. Cows don't exist. Cows don't exist. That is a huge one. A lot of people. Do come up to me on the street and go, "Fucking cows, mate!" Do you know what I mean? So don't, like, tell, tell me, tell me when you've ever seen a cow. All right, we'll, we'll move on. If you want, want more on that, then I'll come on your pod. But I'm not, I'm not going to give any more gold right now. Um, <laughs> Tot- Tottenham Hotspur uh, are in a, a cup final, which is weird this season, isn't it? Because oh, I know, we, you know, I, I know Jose Mourinho got us there. He's not here anymore. We'll go into that a little bit. But how are you feeling? In, you know, a couple of days before before it happens, Ricky. Are you are you hopeful? Are you just feeling like it's a free hit, or you, do you feel like we ain't got a chance? Or like me, do you feel like City are deserving a slap up? Um, I uh, yeah, I I think we've got a chance. Um, City, you know, they, they have been got at this season, uh, and I think um, you know they recently lost at home to to Leeds as well. So it's, not, so, so, so it's not not like they can't be beaten. They've got. Um, a Champions League semi-final on the horizon, and I think is well. I'm not sure if uh, De Bruyne is injured. He is, uh, and uh, it's Stones ruled out. out from that red card as well. Yep. yep. So there's there's a, a couple of a couple of bits as well, and and obviously with us, uh, with Mason taking over, getting that win will instill some confidence. I reckon Harry will make an appearance. Yep. Um, and I just think. It's again like uh, like Tottenham tells you we are going into this as underdogs, but you know we we've got players that can hurt them, and I think as well like seeing um another thing is like like seeing Sonny's interview after the Southampton game, and uh, he was asked about uh, is he proud that he's kind of going to be going to Wembley and uh, and playing in the final against Spurs, and he's like yeah I'm proud, but um it's not going to mean anything if we if we don't win it, and mm. there's going to be. Some players there who are going to have the heartache of uh, missing out on the European Cup, and obviously everything that's gone on with this season. I just think all those things can be harnessed and used to drive us forward. And and 
matching that with uh, with Mason and and how he would want us to play. Uh, I have no doubt he's been on the phone uh, to Mr. Pochettino uh, as to say how am I going to get Pep? Um, and they, they they they've had a little chat about that. Wrong coach, though, isn't it? What? Well, it's Mourinho. You should be on the phone to in terms of beating. Beating Pep Guardiola, I don't. Nah, but but like, uh, you're, I think... you're thinking about the Champions League. Is that what you're thinking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 it's also as well. Um, I think with uh, Mourinho's kind of spitefulness and the stuff that he's he's had people do to to make us be, uh, you know, ruthless uh, at times. So I do think we have got a fair bit going in our favour, and I am. I'm confident, mate. I'm not going into this to this game with my head bowed down and thinking, "Oh, you know, we're just turning up. We're just here for the numbers," type thing. I think, I think we're going to put a I surprise, think, mate. I just, I hope De Bruyne does play, and I hope Harry, Harry Kane is injured. Actually, I think, I hope, <laughs> I hope. That... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking so glad Harry's injured. Jesus. Yeah. So no, I, no, I hope he's fit, but he gets dropped because he doesn't fit <laughs> Ryan Mason's tactical plan. That's what I. That's what I'd like. That's what I'd like. I'd like Ryan Mason to come in big dog and say, actually, Harry, you rest this one out, mate. I've got it covered. My tactics have got this nailed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jolien, what are you feeling about the game? Hey, what a week. I mean, how am I feeling mental, about the game? Mental. I mean, it's how, been... yeah, tell me that, Jolien. How, how, have you, how are you sort of compartmentalising the, the week that Spurs have had? Because everybody's had the Super League, right? Everybody's gone through that. We've also lost the most high high profile manager that we've ever had, and no one even talking about it. How have you how have you dealt with this week, Jolly? Well, but, well, I'll tell you two things before I tell you how, how I feel about it. Have you heard on WhatsApp? Have you had it shared with you, like that Redknapp clip? Yeah, yeah. that Redknapp clip. So you've heard yeah. Jamie Redknapp and what he's saying about why Mourinho left and the financial implications of it. You know, sacking when he's eight. And then, did you see that long, definite, quite possibly made up? Uh, 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 what's that message that went out about what really went down? Yeah, we read it out what on the last celebrating. Right, you, you read it out, did you? Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, based on these factual, the definite, undoubted facts, <laughs> um, I think that it has done two things to me. As a fan, I am so fucking ashamed of the way that Enios and Levy behave, right? Like, as I just, it's too much. As as a childhood wearer of the kit, going to Wembley, Gaza free kicks against Arsenal, you know, Des Walker own goals, Alan Nielsen, you know, we're talking like, you know, the the stuff that it's about. Can't bloody wait. Ryan Mason being in charge feels like at least. You've got something that's like hopeful, connected to some sort of childhood narrative. This guy, who was a very talented player, you know, I had a season to go, which I remember his first couple of seasons, you know, we thought he'd do something serious. And yeah. and that injury, and then now to be taken over, and I, I'm sure you saw the interview too, you know, he said, took charge of, you know, the first under-18s game at the new at the new stadium, and now I'm leading out the, the, you know, the first team. And you could see it crack and you could see it in his eyes. You know, it really, it really means something to him. And I think the players will respond to that because there's a lot of players. And I, I think you all can feel the romance of Bale in a final. I mean, this is literally what he was brought there for, really, I think, is we all knew that he didn't have the 
the vivacity of a 23 year old who has the kind of physical conditioning to be able to actually just tear up anyone at any point for 90 minutes. But the second half against, against Southampton and that beautiful Perla, I mean, bosh, FIFA-esque, just yeah. curling it in with a little right click, zooming into the top corner. Like, that's <laughs> that's what you want to fucking see, uh, right? I, met, I, met, I, I let out a noise when that went in that I didn't think oh, I was oh. capable of. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I was so fucking happy. And I was also like, okay, like, what happens now? Because if Harry can even play 60 minutes. I play him from the fucking start. I don't want to hold him back. Like if let's have Bell and Son and Kane just for this one game, because I do, I, I have to say, because what has happened with football since I've last spoken to you is that there has been a popular revolt, right? Against greed, against corruption, against hypocrisy. And it's very interesting to me because I follow this stuff very closely. So for instance, the bungs with the Qatari World Cup, you know, the 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 the, the alleged bungs, if you if you like, the, the Russian, you know, corruption, the 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 realities of you know how sort of dirty some of FIFA's hands have been. You said Blatter is obviously possibly the, the the best known. But this sort of outrage about our national game being taken away has to awaken something in the fans because the Tories are positioning themselves, I think, to do this clever thing, which, you know, we all respect Bayern Munich. We all respect this kind of like 50 plus one, you know, fans being in control. I love that shit, right? But the Tories will try and use this as a vote winner for them, right? Like council houses were. Like, it's, it's, it's an actual sort of very sort of bizarre tactic. And James O'Brien made the point on LBC as well that, one of the reasons that this is being reported the way it is in England at the moment is because Murdoch doesn't have a stake in those uh, uh, businesses. He just yeah. doesn't. Football is not something he's in. So he can he can rinse people out. But the thing is, I, I genuinely feel for all football fans, <sighs> it's been a bizarre time. Because so, for instance, my childhood boy, like my boy who was there last night in my 40th, gave me this shirt, has played in Tottenham kits as long as I have. I've had season tickets, right? He is at a point where he doesn't even want to watch a game right? because it's affected him that much. He's like, this is sick. This is disgust. This is like, it's a fan's game. Like, who are these people? Like, get away from my club. And I have to say, like, the, the Levy, any of stuff, like, it's, it's, it's book. What do you guys think about it? I've, I mean, I've, 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 I've talked through the, just over and over again about this all week. Um, yeah. I'm just disgusted, ashamed a little bit. You know, it, it, Spurs are you know have become a kind of a bastion of of the Premier League. They've been been there for so long, and um, we've been very good over the last seven or eight years. So we're legitimately considered to be one of the best clubs in the in the country. And because of the actions of owners who seek to maximise their profits, I felt ashamed about the club, and it's been nothing to do with how good or bad we've been on the pitch. And that should never feel- be that should never be the case. And I feel sorry for the players as well. Like genuinely, I feel sorry for them because I know I know they're all you know making all the money they're making. But like, it's just a, it just makes a fast like competitive sport. Like it's called competitive sport. You compete, you win, you do better. And I have to say the other thing that you know me and my bro Luke and I'm, Luke Brooks. If you if you listen to this, you know I love you, boy. You got to come to the Tottenham clan. We love we got we got to be all together for it because right? it's like I could not I can't believe that this is where my my, my mate's mentality is at. Because for me, it's like, I can't help it. Like, Tottenham's like a drug to me. I'm like, I'm like I will definitely be watching it no matter what. But I yeah. respect his principled stance on it. Do you know what I mean? I do respect it. 
Um, I've been there before. I've missed out on some great moments. Rick, do you remember when um, we were moving to Stratford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not going. I'm not going Spurs. I'm not going. We were going week in, week out then. And I was like, I'm not going. I, I can't. How can I support this? They're trying to move my club outside of Tottenham. Yeah, They're trying yeah. to take us to Stratford. I could never support that. It's disgusting. And I missed some belters. Like my, I, like I'd be, I'd be at home sitting watching the game through a stream, and my my brothers have been going, "How the fuck are you at home? Why have you? What are you doing? You've just missed Cranshaw score, a ninety-three minute winner against Bolton. I know it doesn't sound like much now. I remember those then, ones. Yeah, you know, you know where after you've uh, you've been to watch a, like a, a colossal battle at Wild Lane, and you've won, and you're absolutely buzzing, and like all you want to do, like. As soon as you exit Wild Lane, you're chaining a cigarette as quick as you can yeah, until yeah. you get into the bell, and then uh, and then you'd get to the bell, and then I'd see all you and your brother, uh, I'd see your brothers and your dad, and we'll be like laughing and jumping on each other and drinking, and then we'll be like, "Where the fuck is your brother?" Do you know where I was? Out in my fuck, <laughs> out of principle, I was sitting on my own in my flat. Out of principle, I had the I had the moral high ground. I was on my own pedestal that I'd created. Our principle. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it's hard but... though, isn't it? Because Mourinho going, like, it raises so many questions because, you know, Mason, we hope he does well. Like, it, I can't really believe that most Tottenham fans would not want, obviously, him to do very well. But at the same time, probably to be replaced by someone talismatic, like a talisman in football, you know, I'm sure you've already talked about this loads. Have you talked about this loads on the last podcast? Going, no, no, crack on, mate. Crack on, crack on. Because, you know, like, we've talked about, you know, like, Brendan Rodgers before you know there's there's a feeling that we need I think a sort of football that you know we definitely don't want as a club like loving Tottenham this the the defensive sort of posturing which a lot of people even at the beginning said it's like an outdated football philosophy he's the way his man management is outdated and I you know I came on the podcast and I I waxed and wane within two weeks as as, as a lot of fans do I'm like radio in radio out Fucking, oh, I don't know. Because it was so confusing. But now he's gone. I just want someone who plays expansive football again. I want to play down the wings. I want to actually play the sort of football that is electric, that we used to play fast, build-up football. You know, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried about, you know, there's a romance with Klinsman as well that, I, I, that I'm kind of attracted to. I, you know what? I keep thinking about this weekend, and I'm like, Red that said that thing about, like, sacking someone before a cup final, like... Fucking good luck to Mason because you yeah. know Phil Foden is a ridiculous player and City are even without you know um, uh, De Bruyne they're they're hefty. But what I was really happy about was that they lost at Wembley last Sunday, right? Yeah, and I was like, good, put the fucking hoodoo on them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see things hitting the side of the post. I want to see pressure that goes nowhere. I want to see Raheem in like. I want to see like I'm not, I, I know he's not going to play right, but I want to see sort of that vibe where like Danny Rose used to have someone in their fucking pocket. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to see some like performances on Sunday. Son, you feel like this is different. I feel like if he if he wins this cup, I feel like he'll be in it. But like that that, that that's part of that text message just shook me that bit about like Mourinho telling Kane and Son to you know do one if they wanted to be the best it's players. Bullshit! Like, it fucking was, win this. It was bullshit because the. The, the, one of the lines which we were talking about, one of the lines was uh, apparently Daniel, uh, sorry, Jose Mourinho was going to, sh- in time, 
will show Daniel Levy for the cunt that he is. Those are verbatim the words that <laughs> apparently came out of Jose Mourinho's mouth. I'm well, going to show him up for the cunt he is. When you just did that, never happened. Oh, Mourinho's going to. Sh- I literally thought you were going to go. Mourinho's going to take a shit. Rob. Yeah, man. It's, can I? Can I? Um, can I ask you to say yes to the following three questions? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Uh, would you? Do you like the? Do you like Tottenham Hotspur's kits? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What if they were signed by every member of the squad? What if a Tottenham oh, yeah. Hotspur shirt? Would you like that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So <laughs> let, let let me tell you how the Fighting Cock can deliver you a, a a first team shirt signed by every member of the first team squad. All you need to Ooh. do is look at our pin tweet on Twitter where we have teamed up with Willie Mill. We know they're sponsors of the podcast for this season. The official sponsors of Tottenham Hotspur podcast. Um, all you need to do is retweet our pin tweet, like uh, follow the fighting cock. And if you don't follow us already, then fuck you, you don't deserve the shirt. But <laughs> if, if you haven't, follow us and follow William Hill, retweet it. And then before the game on Sunday, we will tweet the winner currently there has been hang on i'll just check there has been not that many which is why i mention it really getting a bit desperate don't want willie mill to think we're shit our job um <laughs> hold on yeah do me a favor a bit now. yeah right please please 104 people have entered that 104 people actually i should you know it, it, i mean if well, you do it now right. your chances are quite slim i mean it's one percent and 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 if, if 100 people do it it's 0.5 percent yeah, don't bother. Forget it. Forget it. I even mentioned it. Um, right. Can I enter? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm going to yeah, do yeah, now. Jolin, you are, you've got to you've got to follow you've got to retweet and follow William Hill. Though I'm not sure if the, I mean, if you uh, want to win we'll it, see, we'll see about that. I, I, right. As long as I can keep putting, you know, I, 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 I'm on betting shows before I then stand. So on Betfair, we just put, you know, well, you can Google it. We, put, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did some honest rebrands. It was, it was fine. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine. Let's uh, let's move on quickly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a question from Terry of Destiny. He says, "We're assuming Mason is replaced, even if he wins the cup and gets top four. But if he does, and if you were him, do you stick around in an auxiliary position you had before?" Uh, or, um, or or go on to a lower league club or a more significant job, right? He's, he's, no. he's had one game. He's had one game. Stick, exactly. You stick around and you see. Because, I mean, look, this eight-game period, if he magically manages to win the cup and actually get us in the top four, which would be extraordinary, then, you know, that would be assessed at the time. But I don't think any Tottenham fan would really not want to see some, you know, the experienced manager taking over and inspiring the you know group of players that are... Uh, you know, a dangerous point now for us, like our best players. But I also think that, you know, Mason is Tottenham through and through. Is he going? Was he? Come on. Like, he's he's just been handed, you know, unbelievable opportunity because he's Spurs. You know, can he'll I be ask, involved in the coaching. Can I ask a question? Um, why was Mason chosen? Like, if the club don't believe in him, the coaches and the people advising Daniel Levy... <clears throat> Don't believe that he has a really good head on his shoulders. Why was he chosen? Because Levy King could have got the job. Um, Chris Powell, who's way more experienced than Ryan Mason uh, is. You know, he's managed South End. He's managed several clubs. Uh, I think he managed Charlton as well. So he knows his stuff. He's got his badges. Ryan Mason ain't got any of that. Ryan, Ryan Mason at 26 had to retire injured. And then, 
he went in and, and we give him a job doing our under-17s development squad. And has now been given the position as the first-team coach of Tottenham Hotspur. They must see something in him. Otherwise, the easiest thing in the world, the thing we're all expecting, Rick, I'm sure you'll back me up here, was Ledley King's going to get the job. Ledley King's yeah. going to get the job, surely. And they give it to Ryan Mason. If he... If he if he doesn't know what he's talking about, that wouldn't have happened. For him to get above the pecking order in Tottenham must mean that he knows something. And, and do you know what else? These interviews after the game, before the game, but 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 especially after the game, when he when he, he mentioned Hugo Egiog, uh, you know, four years since he's mm-hmm. passing, like he like had the composure. He'd won his first game as a manager, and he had the composure to take a step back and say, actually, this is more important. Like I'm not saying he's going to go on to manage Tottenham. No, I can't. I mean, that it's mental that a person who's ten years younger than me is managing my football club. No, I find um, that too. You know what? Like just on that, on on Mason. Like, don't you think that when he did play, like what was promising about him was he wasn't he was box to box, but he had some vision. Do you know what I mean? I remember him putting some some naughty passes through. He was a yeah. smart player, and like I think that. And when he's he's very eloquent, he, he he seems to sort of have a, a very natural kind of pull with the players. Like you know, obviously you're only watching you know video from after the game, but you know I, I think I think you're probably right about like it is massively surprising in a way that Ledley wasn't taken, and you'd hope that it was because they could see that his tactical astuteness, you know, matches that you know the vision he showed on the pitch at times and the promise, you know. So he's quite a romantic story, isn't he? Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Think, like, yeah. Is it anything to do with uh, like badges or anything like that? Well, I've my got mate no idea. cynical about it. Reckons it's all all, all slightly cynical levy PR because he understands that PR message. But I would prefer to think he is a tactical genius. After, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> the Institute's, uh, you know, minds of Van Basten and Hullet and uh, oh, maybe some uh, some influences <laughs> close to home, like our our, our own Gareth Bale. Well, no, like that, you know, that bail picture. Did you see the picture of those two? Yeah. Yeah, when they come. Up. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. That's it was amazing. Great, isn't it? Do you know what I yeah. think happened? I think, I think Levy just said to them, like, have you, like, you three boys, you're all, like, in the pecking order and, like, obviously uh, Mason's been doing some uh, coaching with the youth team and stuff like that. But And he said, like, Mason, I'll, I'll give it to you because I've, I've been watching you, you've been putting a shift in. But have you got, like, have you got your badge? Have you got your coaching badge? And like Mason panicked, and he's like, "Yeah, of course I have." And he he, he whipped out his twenty five meter swimming badge, just quickly flashed it at him, and put it back in his wallet. And like, all right then, yeah, yeah. Like what, so what I will really- say, what I will say about uh, what Joel just said, is that if Mason wins the cup and we qualify and get top four, I will shove this mic up my ass with <laughs> with the arm as well. Like all of it in there, the and, and, and when, you get, it. when you get when you get stuck game. halfway, Rick, when you get stuck halfway, I'll come, I'll drive to to where you live and, and help you. That's Brilliant! Great. You've got to get it all the way all the way up there. You heard, we, you heard yeah. it first. You heard it first on the fighting if, cock. If we bend it, if we fold it in on itself, it should be easier. Like that on the sidebar of Shame Daily Mail. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> post. Search, use microphone and other podcast hosts prank on podcast. <laughs> Daily Sport would be, will be Tottenham Hotspur fan shoves Mike and extendable arm into his ass after Brian Mason wins League Cup for Tottenham. 
<laughs> and then there's a picture of you just looking unhappy with the mic up. <laughs> um, you know what? On the game, just on the game again. The, do you know the battle I keep thinking about in the middle? It's like, how are we gonna? Is Rodri gonna take Dembele? Or is Dembele gonna take him? Like, it's like I keep thinking about it, like because Foden gets fed a lot by him. I've been watching recently, thinking like they're naughty in the middle of the park. You yeah, gotta pray to Bruno not playing. I mean, do you remember like I was at both games? the Champions League games. I never go to away games. I managed to get tickets for City away. It was one of the best experiences of my entire life. Lorente possibly handball, <laughs> which somehow managed to be thrown into the net. It's mad that, isn't it? Oh. it was, uh, even now I look at it and go, yeah, it's fucking handball. <laughs> but, but the thing is that at the time when they're doing the replays and they were doing it from one angle and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, like come it. off his thumb. Come off his thigh. Like, definitely, definitely. And then as the game progressed and they kept rewinding it and did a different angle, it was like, oh, shit. Doesn't matter. It's ours what now. What I can, I can reveal now exclusively for the first time ever in the history of man, that was because of the Illuminati, right? So because <laughs> basically they was controlling the VAR. Right, and they saw that sterling last minute run, which trust me, like I've never been in a stadium like that. Like I wish I'd had a Tottenham moment like that, but watching all the Man City fans go absolutely bollock fucking crazy, man. fucking things, it's it's Steve Cover, and then watching the total paralysis and yeah. death of the mood. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what and football gives us. Go like what? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I like when 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 we when that happened and and their goal was disallowed. I could not believe. I couldn't compute. I went like I can't explain. Like what football gives. Like people that say I, I'm, I don't get football. It's just a game. When it gives you those out of body experiences or makes you feel without any kind of putting any kind of drug into your system or drink into your system, makes you feel something you had never felt before. It, that that's what football is, and then when when that it's happened, amazing. when when was it um, Sterling's was it Sterling's goal? He yeah. got disallowed. Yeah, I I can't describe how 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 I was feeling at that moment, and and oh. the same thing with Ajax when when when, when Lucas Moura right. got his hat trick. I just I can't describe it. I just remember moments of it, but I can't describe what I was feeling. And 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 you know, there's nothing nothing on on the planet that makes you feel like that, but. In both games, we were complete underdogs. We had no yeah. chance. We had no chance against Man City over two legs. We had no Harry Kane. How could we beat them? How could we beat them? Look how good they are. There is no way we can beat Man City without Harry Kane. Over two legs as well. One leg, maybe. Anything can happen. Over two legs, the second tyre way at the, at the Etihad. No chance. We did it. Remember that moment? Do you remember we that moment? It. Like being in, because where I sit in the South Stand, in like, you know, in the wall. And it was the first when Laurie saved his penalty, saved Aguero's penalty. It was the moment that that wall woke up. That was what that architecture was fucking built for. Yeah. It was the first time ever where I was like, wow, we actually have a cop. Because we haven't really, like, you know, we knew the old stadium. We knew where to sing to people. We're still working out where everyone is. And it's like that wall, when it hit, it was like, that for me was like one of my most amazing moments ever it wasn't a goal do you know what i mean but it was like this thing everyone looked around at each other fuck raw did you hear that shit fuck that was us and that's what it is bro it's that fucking communing with seventy thousand fucking people that mm. you doesn't even exist in society anymore like religious experiences don't exist you know euphoric like bliss consciousness where you're actually sort of like going to that next level that is what fucking football's about and that is why what the fucking guys did with all the money is so 
it's beyond redemption, man. It's not yeah, okay. It is. It is. Hundred percent. But just to focus on the thing you was just saying just before then, that nothing in that there is nothing like religion doesn't give it to you. Just yeah. fo- football does, and and us going into this cup final, uh, at a position of a, a low ebb. You know the the Jose yeah. Mourinho experiment is over. We've got a rookie manager in the most extreme managing our. It's our, right our the Rovers stuff, Jeff. It's right if, the Rovers stuff. If we if we go into this game and we win it from this position of expectation and we win it up here, we get everything we hope we get. This will be a game we've talked about, we will talk about for decades yeah. because of the scenario. And, 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 and that's what's, what's so great about this about football is that no matter how... The lows are as important as the highs. You've got to have the lows. Having just a winning plateau is no good. Like if Manchester City win this game, do you think their fans will be doing backflips? <laughs> They won't be. They they haven't lost the game in the League Cup since Obama was manager uh, was manager was the president of the United <laughs> States. They haven't Actually, lost a League Cup game true. since Obama was in 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 uh, a president. Fucking. They hell. haven't lost. So they've won. Was it three insane. on the bounce? Four on the bounce. So law of averages. They've won the last four finals. I think they have. Yeah. I think yeah. Whatever it is in terms I mean, of years. Yes, one hundred percent. So um, they're average. They've got. They can't win them all. Some point the, the the winning team loses. I want a fucking Gareth Bale scissor kick? That's all I'm saying. I want. That's what I want. I want. I saw him do it for Real Madrid. I was like, I want that back, please. Come back. That's what we all fucking want. All right, just give it to us, Gareth. Right. We don't know what has happened, Gareth. We've got to understand. It's a direct plea to Gareth Bale. I'm sure he's going to hear this podcast. Um, Scott Scott Parker, the the Scott Parker, uh, uh, you know, Fulham manager. He 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 tweeted us with a question. Uh, will you be getting will you be getting cock out again in celebration? Um, <laughs> I didn't get my cock out in the celebration. It was out as I celebrated. There's two different things. <laughs> and um, if we win this, everything I'm going to go completely naked. Everything's out. That's that's how special it will be. Uh, Dan Staines, he says, does the fact that Ryan Mason is the manager make the League Cup mean something more to us now? Under Mourinho, it felt like a Mickey Mouse Cup. Yeah, I think what, so. Sorry, Julie, go on. Mm-hmm. No, I, sorry, Rick. Go on, man. Well, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Fuck. You've got, you got to listen, Rick, if I'm asking questions. <laughs> I, did, I did, I did, I did You listen. weren't, you were looking at your phone. No, I wasn't. I wasn't looking at my phone. All right. Does the fact that Ryan Mason is the manager make the League Cup mean something more to us now? Under Mourinho, it felt like a Mickey Mouse Cup. No, no, not at all, man. I, like, again, it's... Um, we, we haven't won anything since, like, uh, 2008. So, it's... Well, well, we won the Audi Cup. Well, yeah, there's that. When was the peace cup as well? Peace cup was 2006. But, yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't matter. I know a lot of people, they go on and, like, even there was, like, you know, with this WhatsApp message that was going around saying, like, Levy is concentrated on fourth and he doesn't give a fuck about the League Cup. What I fucking do, and, you know... Moments like these um, uh, like go down the history of your club and it doesn't matter about at that time how good what player is and the situation. You just think about those times and when you won that trophy and it doesn't matter who was manager or anything at the time. And do, do you know what as well? The League Cup, it's got three handles. Like, it's mad. Why, why, why wouldn't you want to win it? It's fucking that is mental. Wild. That, is so that is madness. That is madness. 
I imagine like the the designer or the cup creator or what, I don't know what they who I don't know the name of a of, of a person who designs uh, cups. Let's just call them a cup maker. Cup men, <laughs> cup cup makers, cup makers, and he's looking at his game. Needs another handle. <laughs> definitely needs another handle. What we sure? Because like mostly a USP. Most you can't cups argue with that. Most so cups no have doubt it is a USP. And he's going, you sure? Because like most cups have two, and he's like, trust me. It needs another handle, and he's like, "Well, what, like, what really? Like, we said, ninety degrees. We said one hundred and eighty. Where, where was it? But one hundred and twenty degrees each. Have three handles on there. Do you know what? You're mental, but I love it. Let's go. He's put um, the handle too far over, and he's just like, Dave, Dave, come here, have a look. Will, will I get away with this? He's like, No, nah, mate, you, you put the handles too close. You need a third one. Yeah. Like, you sure? You you really sure? Yeah, you're gonna have to, mate. Yeah, Sorry. you fuck this. How do we solve it? No. <laughs> one more handle. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Sebastian says, if you could choose any manager in the world to to to, to take this game on um, for Spurs, who would you choose? It's a great question, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been as well. Hundred percent would have been. Yeah, the only team where you're like, yeah, no, probably sit back a bit, boys. I mean, they're quite fast. <laughs> if you had to choose between the two, this is a question from Patrick. He says, top four or the Carabao Cup right now? Oh, this is a great question. What would you choose? I'd still take top four. I'd, I'd still take top four. I it's think such Champions a shame, League isn't it? It's, it's, it's so important. It's, it's so interesting, though, isn't it? Because this is the fucking shit that we're dealing with, with the, the idea of the Super League. It's the only reason that is his money. Like when, when Rick was just talking about the Rumbelows Cup, or the Coca-Cola Cup, whatever Rumble, cup the we Rumble want to call Lose it. Cup. That's right? what it's, it's a proper trophy. Yeah, that was when it was real. You know, the Carling Cup. It's like, we've got to just get our heads around the fact that like these things that are institutions to us. I remember, you know, pre-Champions League, I remember like FA Cup meant a lot, right? It was huge. It was a huge achievement. Then it was like, oh, well, it's European Cups now. When Man United and entered like, the World Club Cup, that's when that's when the FA Cup went down the pan. And, and and the thing with the, the old, uh, you know, I love the Rumbelows Cup. I'm just going to go with that for now. Um, uh, <laughs> Rumbelows three handles. What can you you know? Don't go wrong. Can you um, can you can you remember just to test you what Rumbelows was like the like Rumbelows like in the same way that Carling Cup or like electronics Cup. wasn't it? Was it like white appliances or something like that, like fridges and freezers and dishwashers? Weren't it for people that couldn't, like it was like getting white appliances on tick? Like like you, you rented it by the I week. It was a bit more like Dixon's. <laughs> I thought it was a bit more like Dixon's. Rented, rented, rental Dixon's, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like, you, like I can't afford a fridge, but I can afford £1.80 a week to buy the fridge. I mean... <laughs> It's, um, and if you are I, in that situation, I'd advise you get down the job centre. Don't worry too much about the Rumbelows Cup. Just get a, get on with your life. Find some direction. <laughs> um, you know yes, so where was we? Sorry, I interrupted we, you. We've got to win. You know what I mean? We've got to win this game. And it's like, whether it's a pony cup or not, like it, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, we need some silverware. And there is a there is a sort of problem that, you know, this this team, they need to win something together. So many of them are still the Pochettino team, you know, and it, I, I think for Harry, it means a lot to win something. For Sonny, it means a lot to win something. Do you know what I mean? You can see it. They need it. And it's like, it'll be a big game. It's a one-off game. I, 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 we're bail feelings. 
but maybe that's just the romance of the game. It's the romance of the game talking. I see it though. I see it. I, I, want, I want Luis to win something as well. He's been there for, for donkeys. Yeah. And all his uh, efforts and stuff like that. Yeah, I, there's a lot of players that, um, Rick, that I want to see it. I'm not, I'm not bothered if Luis wins it. Nah. All right, fair enough. I mean... He'll probably just write off. He'll probably just write off another car if, if, yeah. mean, if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. A, a man, a right man on. who is sick in the footwell of a car, <laughs> isn't worthy of a of a worth, of a Rumbelows Cup, in my opinion. No, no, no. For sure. He's probably was, went to Rumbelows. He couldn't get a loan. Yeah. Got in his Lamborghini, drove into the West End, and just thought. Life is not great when you can't get a rumblos. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a question from Charlie Marks, Ricky, and I think this will be the end for, for this episode. Um, Lovely. Assuming that Ricky isn't going to the game, is he going to source an alternative pissy Mudcliffe? Now, jo- <sighs> Jolian, listen to this. What is uh, this? Well, okay, so uh, Ricky, you're going to have to, we're going to have to retell the story of the, the, <laughs> the pissy Mudcliffe. I'll start. Oh, mate. Rick, this is going to be really gross, isn't it? I can feel no, it no, it is gross, but it's not in the way you think. It's not It's not too gross. It's, so basically what happened in... Um, when, when was it, Rick? It was Chelsea. Was it semi-final? Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, I can't, Wembley. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, green, so Spurs... Yeah. One, one of the games we were, we were at Wembley, Spurs were uh, drawn against... Uh, Chelsea and we you know when, when when we play at Wembley when before Covid you got allocated pubs around the stadium and we got allocated the Green Man the Green Man is a, a big pub with a big beer garden and on the right hand side of the beer garden yeah yeah it's, I mean often Spurs do get it on the right hand side of the beer garden is a very very steep sort of bank <laughs> that goes down to a ditch and obviously, you know, the toilets in pubs are, you know, they're rammed full of... I get it, mate. I get it. We've cocaine wraps and piss and shit. <laughs> and the, the fucking the football, the fo- toilets at the football are terrible. So the discerning gentlemen of the Tottenham Hotspur fan base were going to the edge of this ditch. And when I say ditch, it's like 12 feet dip, like a Ripped proper right. edge. And it, no, there's no water. There's just mud. Oh, and because it's going to be, isn't there? Well, exactly. The amount of the amount of people that the blokes that were pissing there. And you imagine that this isn't normal, healthy. Torrents. Yeah, it's not normal, healthy sort of um, sort of uh, very light sort of translucent. You just got Niagara Falls just flowing through. Just the but ye- yellow and orange, beer. orange shit, Niagara Falls. Shit, naughty beer that looks like fucking it, someone's had Barocca and the others had asparagus. It's not really, a good look. Lucas ate piss. Indeed, Luca, all of that, right? So Ricky needed a wee. And I was, he decided to go to the cliff, was what we called it. And um, you was having a wee, Rick, and I'll let you take it from there because I was walking up behind you as you was weeing. Well, I, do you know what? I, can't, I mean, like my, my memories are a little bit misty, but uh, I think like you, you've captured most of it beautifully. Where, do you want uh... me to finish the story then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. And what I think. Right, what, what, what I, happened? I was... what, what what happened was what happened was is that Ricky's having a little whittle uh, down down this cliff of what was now Lucas A. Piss and mud. And as he turned, these winkle pickers, as he was wearing at the time, he'd, been, he'd overworn them. There was no grip on them, and there's certainly no grip on wet mud. As he turned, his back foot slipped, <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and he was 
he looked me directly in the eyes and his eyes were <laughs> wide. Like, I'm confronting my own death right now, wide. And he looked at me and I just saw his little baked bean head. It wasn't baked bean head back then. It was, um, it was like more of like a moddy mop. And uh, he was looking at me and he just disappeared down the side. <laughs> Of this oh, pit, no. the pissy mud cliff. And did you fall? Did you fall? He slid all the way down yes. to the bottom. Yeah, did you? Men were still pissing. He was still there, and they. And they you know what? <laughs> they, they didn't stop pissing. That was the bath. That, those. That's that's Tottenham Hotspur supporters in a nutshell. They wouldn't stop pissing, even though Ricky was at the bottom of the cliff. And um, and, yeah. and I was just watching him. Not, I can't yeah, help him. He's got a. He's got. A, he's got to find his way up somehow, and he did. And uh, yeah, that is the story of Ricky and the pissy mud cliff. The, the worst thing about it, though, as, as I was at the bottom and, uh, like, my, my legs were covered in uh, muddy piss, um, I, uh, I, I, because it was so steep, I didn't know how I was going to get out. Um, and you, it was, you... I, there, there was vegetation. It was overgrown. Um, there, was, uh, there was obviously uh, some greenery down. So I grabbed onto that greenery to pull myself up. And it was thorns. So my hands are being ripped to shreds, but I knew I had to get out of that pissy stream as quickly as possible and just clamber up that hill while my hands are being torn to fucking smithereens. It was bad. The way, the, honestly, the moment, because he had like, he had skinny jeans on, winkle pickers. I yeah. think he had, a, he had like, like a, a pea coat on. And it's just his face when it looked at me. <laughs> this, this this moment of resignation that just crossed his face where he couldn't do anything. It's like being in a plane and it's going down the middle of the Atlantic. You've got to accept your fate. And he's just sliding down this pissy mid- mud cliff and I'm looking at him and going, <laughs> I can't help you here, mate. And you can't, you, you need to help yourself. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I, I think we lost the game as well. All right. The, the, one, the one bonus on that as well, it was uh, pre-game, so I had to turn up to a football game. <laughs> Mud and piss down my legs. Wonderful. I thought Wonderful. it was after the game. Nah, no, no. This is at one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh <laughs> wonderful. We haven't told that story on this podcast in about eight years, which is wonderful. No. Uh, Jolyon, thank you so much. Remember to download the one, the sorry, the new conspiracy it's the uh, new conspiracist. The you can new... get it on any of your, you know. We don't need to promote it because you're 16th in the charts. You want, you're winning already. No, no, it's it's uh, it's 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 great, man. It's, it means a lot to me when people, you know, get involved with it because you know, however it may seem on the outside, you know, you do these things because you really want to do them and you really think, oh my god, there's something in it. Because conspiracy theories have been ripping society apart. You know, the difference there are obviously government conspiracies. They should yeah. not be confused with rampant conspiracy theory that emanates from people thinking they've gone to the university of youtube and now better and now know better than you know scientists and doctors and <laughs> yeah. anyway I, I i digress come on the spurs that's what no. i'm saying Do you know what i mean like we've got to, got to win this final fuck cows <laughs> <laughs> seriously seriously episode 10 cows chris morris-esque that was chris morris-esque cows are not real <laughs> yeah yeah that... That was electricity. What was that? There, there was a uh, the electricity brass... has been falling from the sky and killing cows. Brass <laughs> <laughs> up when he put he, he put the earphones on the cows. And, You're a wanker. You're a fucking wanker. He spray painted twat on the side of a cow. <laughs> genius, absolutely yeah. genius. Um, yes, uh, Jolyon, I'm sure you'll be back on the fighting cock soon. I hope you are. 
It'd be yeah, lovely be to speak to you again. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah. And Ricky, um, I'm, do you know what I'm mourning most about this? About this is that I can't be with you to watch the game. Yeah, it's it's, oh, uh, so it's lame, painful. It? It's painful. Yeah. Normally, normally we... that we're in a final and no one's there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm properly gutted about that. Like, I know a couple of thousand people are going to be lucky enough to be in the stadium, but do you know what I mean? It's Wembley. And we've been at Wembley. We've seen us beat Madrid at Wembley. We've seen, you know, us get torn apart by Barcelona at Wembley. When it looked like a fucking American football pitch. <laughs> but like, you know, it's Wembley. Yeah. It's Wembley. I'm still gonna have I'm gonna have my dirty fry up on the Sunday. Dirty fry up on the Sunday, then then have a few beers. I'll probably call you as well, Gal, on the Sunday as well, just to have a little chat. I'm gonna get four four grams of the highest grade cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and I pour it all into a pint of orange juice and just knock, <laughs> neck it up. I've never done it that way before, but so, gotta live new experiences, haven't you? Like <laughs> Julian Rubenstein does not condemn this behaviour. <laughs> condone. Condone. Yeah, do condone. I, do condemn I, it. Do, you do condemn it. <laughs> uh, no, it's been a long long time since I undertook such antics. Um, all right, boys. Wild, thank yeah. you so much, Jolian. Uh, you've been so a pleasure. Yeah, man. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur are going to beat Manchester City in the League Cup final. And this will be the start of a new dawn. This, no, a, a new, doesn't matter. This has been the fighting cock. Bye. <laughs> Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.